great samurai warrior known as the Batman. His death will bring you honor. Welcome to Why Do You Like This? That is a quote from this book. No, I know. From the middle of the story where they go to the Old West and team up with Jonah Hex. Yes. And Vandal Savage has a bunch of ninjas. Yes, which was so confusing. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, so, we read Batman Universe. Yeah. Um, Brian Michael Bendis. Nick Darrington. Brian Michael Bendis is a writer. He got his start uh, in the 90s in sort of like the indie comic scene. He did a book called Torso. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, the actual historical figure, Elliot Ness. Okay. Um, solving a bunch of murders where uh, the linking thing is a bunch of just human torsos, like washing up on the shore without arms, legs, or heads. Oh, yes. I have heard of this. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. He also really came to prominence in the early aughts uh, working at Marvel on uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, the book that sort of like recontextualized Spider-Man for a modern era that looks real good. He worked with the artist uh, Mark Bagley for like... Oh, like over a hundred issues consecutively on that book. I don't know why, but I thought you were gonna say over a hundred years, and I was like, God <laughs> damn! <laughs> hundred years, Rick and Morty. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this book is wild enough that who who knows? Uh, so it was really big, like news in the comic book world a few years mm-hmm. ago. He went, he had worked with Marvel for so fucking long, and he was like a part of their like brain chest and like helped form like the direction of that company and okay. even like worked uh, on the early years of the MCU like in their writing. Oh shit, okay. But he went and signed an exclusive deal with DC Comics. Damn. And this was like one of the first big things he did and I was not excited about it. Really? Because like I had really <laughs> had uh, mixed at best feelings about Brian Michael Bendis and I okay. was like I don't want to read his like Batman book. But then the first issue of this, I was like, holy fucking shit, this is the best. Yeah, this shit is wild from start to finish. I love it so much. <laughs> it's my favorite Batman book in probably the last ten years. Okay. I mean, I haven't read anything else current, so mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> I, I'm going to say same, but literally just based on principle. <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh, the thrust of this plot is uh, Batman after a sort of uh, MacGuffin that is like a Fabergé egg yes. that turns out to be more. Much more. Much more. <laughs> I was I was not prepared for the twists and turns that this would lead me to. We first learn that it's giving off some sort of like strange radiation. Yeah. It makes Edward Nygma the Riddler stupid for being exposed to it. Like it gives him like the worst jokes. Yeah. <laughs> also, which I, I am going to say really quickly, the first bit was very good. Yeah. Like the, the, the first Riddler, Riddler joke. Stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The the first one that actually like happened yeah. with all the Riddlers and yeah. they're all like actors and they're like, wait all a minute, we're like, part this of this is a real Batman. Yeah. They're like, wait a minute, is this an actual interrogation? <laughs> and the one guy was like, I got kicked in the face by the actual Batman. Sick. <laughs> like it reminded me of that. Um, what is it? Like Katie Heron wears uh, army pants and flip flops, so I got army pants and flip flops. <laughs> she punched me in the face. It was awesome. You, yeah. <laughs> But I love just the world that this inhabits and like yeah. the way he writes Batman is very much this like superhero, mm-hmm. detective, kung fu, masked man of mystery. Yes. Um, I really love an interpretation of Batman that instead of Batman being the way he is dealing mm-hmm. with his parents' death, it is the result of him having dealt with it. Right. So this is not a Batman who's like 
lost in his own darkness. This is a Batman who's become like an optimum human yes. because of the path that he took, and now he's on the other side of it. Well, yeah, because like, they don't talk about it ever. No. Which... And he's not, like... Yeah. Like, he definitely has foibles, and he mm-hmm. definitely makes, like, mistakes that lean on him wanting to handle things himself and not rely on right. others. He definitely has those, like, character flaws. Mm-hmm. But he's not, like, a dick to everybody. Yeah. And he's not mopey. No. He's not emo, and that's, like, what drives him. It's yeah. the opposite. Yes. <clears throat> and I love the way Nick Darrington draws Batman. Like no, this, like, like it's like very well done. Like I, I like all the coloring. Like it all yeah. looks very good. I love the like more kind of athletic, slimmer physique mm-hmm. for Batman. I don't really love when Batman's like a brick shit house. Um, just some giant thing. Just like a, a just yeah, a brick wall of a man. Well, I'm gonna say like in like direct contrast to the last thing we read, yeah. where he's gigantic. Yeah, he's very broad. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially like in the sec like second half of the books of the last one like the first half it wasn't i don't think as dramatically huge yeah it becomes much more exaggerated yeah um yeah so (laughs) you you didn't have a lot of uh warning for where this is gonna go um so do you have questions is there anything i can elaborate on for you anything somehow clarify i say somehow (laughs) i actually don't have a lot of questions Uh um i did have a question so i didn't know who um What's his face is Savage. Uh, yes, thank you. That was just unfolded to me in the weekend plans that was recorded just re- prior to this recording. Yeah. So I was like sitting at, across the table and I was like, "Oh, that's who that man is. Got it." Vandal Savage <laughs> is an immortal caveman <laughs> mm-hmm. who's lived through all eras of human history. That's bonkers. Because mm-hmm. I didn't gather that. Because all I gathered that he was he was immortal. So I was like, I don't know what that means. Like yeah. other than obviously that he doesn't die. Like I'm not dumb. Right. Okay. I am dumb. I say every week how dumb I am. But I'm not dumb about this. I know what yeah, a moral means. I get it. <laughs> I'm well read, just stupid. <laughs> so in pursuit of this, uh, MacGuffin brings Batman yes. like, across all corners of the DC universe. He teams up with the likes of Everybody. Green Arrow. Uh, he goes to Gorilla City. He goes to <laughs> Thanagar, homeworld of Hawkman. Yeah, I was like, what the? fuck is happening traveling by way of a zeta beam is that what what yeah so there's a character a dc character named adam strange okay who's basically i don't know if you know who john carter is I, maybe if you suss it out there's more an for me. edgar rice burroughs um book series <clears throat> john carter of mars it sounds vaguely familiar it's the same guy who created tarzan that might be why. So he, it's an adventure character. They made a movie a few years ago just called John Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's basically like he's a human from like a just post-Civil War America. Okay. Who gets transported to Mars. Interesting. And okay. gets embroiled in this like massive like Civil War. And like he has superpowers there kind of like Golden Age Superman because the gravity is lower so he can jump around. He's really strong. Oh. And he get he gets like transferred back and forth by these like energy beams. There's a DC character who's basically like a sci-fi version of that, okay. named uh, Adam Strange, who's an Earthman who gets transported by Zeta Beam to this uh, to this uh, planet Ran. Okay. Uh, and he has like a jetpack and like laser guns, and he goes on adventures, and he marries like a cool alien babe. 
And the planet Rand is often at war with the planet Thanagar, which is where Hawkman is from. And their, like, police force are these Hawk people with, like, these Um, wing harnesses. Right. I gathered that much. Um, And Batman gets his own wing harness. He's got bat wings. Yo, I fucking died. She's like, like, you're about a size A, right? And he's like, in what? He's like, a size 8 in what? (laughs) Please tell me what you're putting in where. And there's a hard cut, and you got a shirtless Batman with bat wings. I was not prepared. Yeah. um, One of my notes was like, so they went to the fucking planet of the apes, and (laughs) another planet with wings yeah <laughs> like... so there's a flash villain named uh, gorilla grod i have heard of that person who's a uh, <laughs> a psychic gorilla yes <laughs> and he's from gorilla city that i did not know <laughs> which is a hidden um sovereign nation of hyper intelligent apes mm-hmm. that's hidden somewhere i think in africa i don't know <laughs> in the in dc comics I- i'm gonna google it just for edification mm-hmm. but yes um because I missed where they said Gorilla City, I think. So I was just like, what? Or, like, I think I thought it was a joke. Because, like, this is where it starts getting weird. Like, because <laughs> before this, it was all relatively normal. Like, I was behind it. I'm not saying that I wasn't behind it after this. Because I was all full for it at this point. Because I was like, oh, this is, like, wild. <laughs> well, especially because I read this this morning. Just for your reference. Like, I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm going to read this sat down started scrolling i get yeah about like whatever 15 20 pages in and then i'm like wait a minute this oh, is same because i was reading this issue by issue as they were being released <laughs> okay so then every issue like the first few issues it was like it was fun but it was like pretty you know standard like the riddler and mm-hmm. deathstroke shows up and then he teams up the green arrow and i was like oh this is cool i like this book and then this issue he goes to fucking gorilla city and then he goes to thanagar <laughs> Yeah, like, I was like, this is the best. And then he teams up the Green Lantern and they go to a dinosaur island. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, um, yes, Gorilla City, is, Gorilla City is in Africa. Thank you. That's all That's all it tells me on uh-huh. the wiki. <laughs> it literally says it's a city in Africa inhabited by intelligent gorillas. Period. <laughs> and then they go from the dinosaur island to the Old West. Yes. And then uh, that's when we meet our friend. <laughs> he teams up with Jonah Hex. Which, who is that? Because I've heard the okay. name before, but I couldn't figure out where. There's a movie with uh, Josh Brolin uh-huh. and Megan Fox. Jonah Hex is essentially a like a bounty hunter Western character that's appeared in DC Comics. Okay, got it. Because in the like, very beginning of this, you're introduced to his great-granddaughter? Yeah. Yes. Great-great-granddaughter? Who had the egg. Yes. And then she, got, she like donated it to a museum. Yes, the museum in Gotham, and then she was like, he was like, it's worth $15 million, and she's, she's like, like... who would buy it? Yeah, and she's like, I'm not going to get $15 million for it, so it's not worth $15 million now, is it? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. I love that bit where he just, like, rolls up in that town in the Batmobile, and everybody's like, uh... Well, yeah, then, like, the lady in the wheelchair is like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and he's like, who the fuck are you? And she's like, I know everybody. Try me, bitch. <laughs> like, all right. Anyway, so they're in the Wild West. Yes. Sorry. And they're like... Yeah, so, like, we know you, you don't know us. You're yeah. going to get this thing eventually that's worth a lot of money. Yeah. I bet you've seen some weird shit already, and he was like, you would never believe. Like, <laughs> and so, like, all of his buddies are like, let's fucking kill them, they're weird, they're aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, But yeah, Hal's ring cool. won't work. Yeah. Because he's separated from, yeah. Yeah, like, he, he gets it, and he was like, yeah, pe- like, they're fine, peace out. And so, like, a lot of these characters that show up, you weren't, uh... No. You have some, like, idea? Like, you know yes. who Green Lantern is? 
Um, I'm aware of the concept of Green Lantern. Okay. Do I know who he is? No, okay. not really. Um, did I see the movie that came out in like 2005? Yes. <laughs> it's actually 2011. See, that's how long ago it felt. Um, I saw it with, I want to say my boyfriend at the time, and I remember it was very forgettable. Like I remember nothing about it. Clearly, I thought it was. It's not good. Yeah. Um, so Brian again, Reynolds should have been Kyle Rayner and not Hal Jordan. That's all I'm saying. Great. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but all right. There's a bunch of Green Lanterns. Yes. <laughs> Hal Jordan is like a test pilot who uh, has no fear, and that's why he's chosen to be the Green Lantern. Gotcha. But Kyle Rayner is a Green Lantern after the fact, who's also from Earth, but he's an artist. So, okay, hold on. <laughs> uh, I know very little about Green Lantern. This uh-huh. it has this book introduced to the fact that there's many, many Lantern people. Yeah, there's a Green Lantern Corps. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like a Marine Corps? Well, I know what that means. <laughs> but, like, are they all human? Are they no. all... Okay. Okay, so uh, I'm going to break down the Green Lantern Just give me the vi- mythos for you. Very like Reader's di- Digest version. So there's version. a planet called Oa. That is the central planet where the main power battery for the Green Lanterns are. Uh, there's a group of uh, little blue dudes with big heads called the Guardians of the... And those that was the bitch that was in the ring? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So these guys put this thing together <laughs> called the Green Lantern Corps. They forge these rings that are um, made of and focus willpower. Okay, because that's that was I think what I was not understanding is what the power was. Yeah. Or what was giving them power. Yeah. I, I mean, I understood it was a ring, but I didn't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so they they put these in the form of a ring. They give them to Green Lanterns. Green Lanterns basically protect a sector of the universe. Earth is in sector two eight one four. Okay. Um, Hal Jordan at the time was the first human to ever be selected as a Green Lantern. Oh, so like you don't like apply to be one. No. So what happens, <laughs> at least in the case of Hal Jordan, okay. an alien Green Lantern named Abin Sur uh, crash landed on Earth after like a battle and he was dying. Okay. When the Green Lantern dies, the ring leaves to find the closest geographical person who is worthy of being a Green Lantern. Got it. So it picked him. It picked him. The Got it. Picked him. So it's very much the wand chooses the wizard. Yeah, <laughs> that deal. Great. Okay, cool. So no one gets to choose to be a Green Lantern. It always chooses you. Right, it chooses you. No and matter then, what, where you are. And then through like different machinations of plot and stuff like that, there's multiple human Green Lanterns at this point. Gotcha. There's uh, Kyle Rayner, who we talked about. There is John Stewart, who I, is my favorite Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Guy Gardner, who's a real piece of shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, mm. Hal Jordan, recognized by many as the best Green Lantern, he's like the Silver Age, the classic one, the one that like. Well, that was the like r- real human name they gave him in this one. Yes. So that so was. This Hal <laughs> okay, great. Hal Jordan came back. Hal Jordan had died in the '90s. Okay. When Kyle Rayner then became Green Lantern, and they brought him back in 2004 in the story called Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got um, it. They've eventually introduced this whole new concept to Green Lanterns where there are different colors that represent different powers on the emotional spectrum. So there's like yellow lanterns now whose power is fear and red lanterns whose power is rage. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. And that, like at the end of this book where mm-hmm. you find out that what the egg actually is is a holder for a white lantern ring. Right. And we're told that this was like the original idea of the Guardians, yeah. and this ring is, like, fucked up and malfunctioning. Right, because it was, like, basically like a prototype, I yeah. guess. Yes. Uh, that, that's what I gleaned. <laughs> With my very, you know, 
mm-hmm. meager understanding of all these yeah. things. That I was just like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> okay, that makes more sense then. Got it. Yeah. yeah, and I do appreciate how every time they introduce a new person that's like kind of like, just like in like this bit of it. Yeah. Like they give them like a giant like title screen. Yeah. Like type of thing. I thought that was really fun. But I wish they also explained who they were. <laughs> this is a super fun book, and I just, like, really love it. No, it was wild from start to finish. Like, literally, as soon as they, like, leave Amsterdam, it gets just, like, wild. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, like, that was already wild. Yeah, <laughs> like they're already in Amsterdam. You know, yeah. It just gets wilder. Well, yeah, because, like, that's when he runs into Green Arrow, and he was like, oh, I'm here looking for the guy trying to buy the Fabergé egg. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, oh, like, fancy meeting you here. Because, like, they keep, like, alluding to the Justice League and, like, all of that. Like, mm-hmm. so clearly that's already been established by this point. Yeah. Um, but, like, no one really fucks with each other. Right. <laughs> As I, I want to have gathered. My, one of my favorite parts of this book is uh, when he's talking to the Riddler. And he's like, Edward, you're embarrassing yourself in front of Green Arrow. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, another couple bits I really enjoyed. Um wrote down some other fun lines um when they were on the uh hawk people planet thank you i wasn't gonna remember that (laughs) um you have wings no 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 it's a cape well but don't you have it for a reason (laughs) all right (laughs) guess not um i want to hang with the cool people too (laughs) that was really that was really funny oh and then um who was it that was like oh, like, no one ever comes to my house. Like, oh, I think it was Green Lantern. He was like, yeah, yeah. like, no one comes and hangs out with me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> like, are they beefing? Like, what's happening? <laughs> like, He's jealous. Batman's cooler and he knows it. Oh. Um, he, oh, and they were talking about uh, Vandal Savage. He's like, oh, he's immortal. Oh, so he's always a man in the ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Bat Lantern was also a fun, a fun little joke. That there. was cool. Um, I love just the lead up to that where he's with Nightwing and mm-hmm. they're fighting all those ninjas and the. Uh... And the whole time he's like, "Damn, that's cool. Hey, that's cool. That's new. I like that." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I thought that was really fun. Um, fuck. Oh yeah, he was like, "Oh yeah, I kept the cup holders." Like in the, the the I can't think of the name of it. The helicopter thing, not the, the helicopter, but the fl- the, the Batwing. That thing, yeah. I was going to call it the Flying Batmobile, but that's not quite right. Not quite right. It's up there. But mm-hmm. um, but literally, so much bonkers shit happens in the middle that, like, my last note is that I forgot that this started with the Riddler. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I could only imagine if this had... I read this, read this in chunks. Right. <laughs> like, over the span of a year. Yeah. No, I, I read it, yeah, as it came out, and then uh, bought the collection immediately <laughs> as soon as it came out. Mm-hmm. So I have a hardcover collection of this story. Wow. Yeah. I don't. But I really I really love it. Like this I w- I want more Batman content like this. That's just like life. funky, like it's different. It's just like yeah, like cool and different and fun. Yeah, cuz like it's just different. Like that is the best way to describe it cuz it's yeah. like none of it really matters. Like I don't want to say like it does it doesn't matter, but like it's all part of like something that's like they thought it was like just a fucking this thing that's stolen from a museum, but then it turns out to be, like, inner time and space yeah. fucking... What? <laughs> no, it's, like, the ultimate expression of what a MacGuffin is. Yeah. I honestly have never heard that word before just now. A MacGuffin is a term coined by Alfred Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... I know who that is. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the look on your face. Like, am I talking to a wall again? It's the, uh... It's, it's like, an object that's driving a plot, and what it is doesn't really matter. 
It's like Got the it. money in Psycho. Mm, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, see, no, I didn't know that. Or then. the Maltese Falcon in the movie, the Maltese Falcon. I haven't seen that, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. But, okay, thank you for explaining that. I was just nodding the whole time. Cause, yeah, I know. I yeah. can see it in your eyes. Great. Excellent. Um, that was, like, really the only question I had, though, was, like, who the fuck Vandal Savage was? Because I was like, why does this all circle back to him? Like, why is he important? Mm-hmm. Um, but, he's I guess... He's a really cool DC Comics villain. Yeah, I had I'm, no idea. I'm thoroughly convinced that he's going to be the main villain in the Suicide Squad movie that James Gunn is doing. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I heard you say that on that Weekend's Plan episode, but I don't think of that process. Mm-hmm. Um, surprise. <laughs> um, but yes, what was I getting at? There was, I'm what trying to find... What were you getting at? I don't know. I'm trying to find the... Oh, <laughs> the very end, like, after he puts the egg back, though. <laughs> he was like, did you see what happened? He was like, no, the egg is back. Wow, I've been a security guard my entire adult life. That never happens. <laughs> like, the thing that got stolen gets put back. That's pretty good. Wow. <laughs> That's where, like, Bendis really, like, thrives. Mm-hmm. Um, and just those, like, funny little asides of, like, a normal person commenting on, like, the crazy shit that's happening. The crazy comic book shit. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> like, being... I mean, obviously, this is not real life. I'm not that dumb. I wish it was. But, like, being just, like, a character of the subplot. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, he makes this... Oh, um, one thing I did actually have a question about. Okay. This this just spurred it in my brain. Um, So, is Alfred not a person in this universe? Is it his Jarvis? (laughs) Or is it just him only speaking through a, like, microphone? He's just speaking through a microphone. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was, like, not a real person or if it was, like... Because you see him... He goes and picks Bruce up after he gets shot, after he comes back to the future. Right. Yeah. But, like, that's the only time, so that's why I was like, well, like, is, like, you know, is it just that, or is it yeah. a bigger thing? Okay. So, uh, Alfred is around here. He's his man in the chair. Yeah. Um, in current uh, comics continuity, Alfred is dead. He was killed by Bane. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of wild, actually. That's pretty rough. Yeah, no, thank you. Um... But, 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 oh, that brought me back to my point, though, when they were, after they left the Wild West on accident, um, <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, like, all my shit's gonna self-destruct in there anyway, so, we'll, like, fuck up the American Revolution, or yeah. the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, actually, that's really smart, because, because, could you imagine being in the, you know, whatever year that was, yeah. and, like, stumbling upon that? Yeah. <laughs> like, the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I do love that that version of Batman is just prepared for every eventuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see like that that would exist not just for in case of time travel, but just so that like you never know, like if it gets in the wrong hands, stuff. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, because I would have never thought of that. Because I think um, oh, you're not Batman. You're not wrong. Far from it. Probably the furthest. <laughs> um. I don't know, I mean Motu. Maybe not. You <laughs> be Zack Snyder, Batman. Great. <laughs> no, I'm good off that. <laughs> um, I don't need a gun that bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, that also answered my question about the little blue bitch. Um, great, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that... <laughs> well, whatever. Well, also, I appreciate it the whole time. Like, Batman's like, you're broken. Like, please stop. <laughs> and she just keeps going. Yeah. Because she doesn't know anything different. Man, I fucking love um, 
the bit where Vandal Savage gets control of the ring and erases Batman from the timeline. That was blog- that was actually. And bloggers. then he's like, and then I had to bring you back. Yeah, because like it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's that awesome splash page of like everything behind him, and then him with the cape spreading out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm Batman. I love that shit. Yeah, no, like I really enjoyed, like, like I said, like the art in this is really cool. It was really different. Um, yeah. I really liked all of the bits when they're like when anyone's in the ring. Yeah. Like, and it's all like that weird, like it starts white and then becomes like this weird, like just like holographic situation. Or Crazy. that's what I'm assuming they're trying to portray. Yeah. Um, like every like it's kind of like the episode of SpongeBob where everything's chrome. Yeah. Like. <laughs> At least that's what I was imagining in my head. I really want these guys to do a follow-up to this book. I fucking love it. Um, I mean, how would you follow this up? Like, what would you do? Just do more. Okay. <laughs> Great. Something else. Have them team up with different DC characters. Have a different, mm-hmm. like, driving force behind the plot. All right, that's fair. Just do more. I don't know. More of this. I don't know. More of this forever. Well, I don't know who else <laughs> I would bring in, because I'm ignorant. I mean, I guess, because I feel like they, like, touched on him a couple of times, and they were just kind of like, yeah. this guy. <laughs> you can go, like, you can go wherever you want. Yeah. Like, I would like to bring in more Batman villains, bring in the Penguin, um, Condiment King, Ratcatcher. Hold on. Condiment King's not real. You made that up. Are you, are you telling I me there's a mayonnaise man? <laughs> um, ooh. Kite man. Hype man? Kite. Man. Oh. <laughs> I would like to see Kite Man. <laughs> um, I will say, no, stop it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Hell um, yeah. I will say, so the bat suit in the beginning, I actually really dig it. I don't know if you dig it or not. Which bat suit in the beginning? This one. Um, do, 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 do. Where'd it go? Oh. This one. Uh, oh, I do like where that. like his the cape arm- comes from the middle. His armored bat suit. Yeah, like yeah. where the cape literally comes starts in his chest. Yeah, like that looks fucking rad. I do prefer Batman when his cape closes all the way around him. Yeah, I, I think that looks cooler. Yeah, the only uh, the only live action Batman we've seen that with is Michael Keaton. Everybody, every other Batman's cape has been pinned behind him. <laughs> well, um, to your comments previous, uh, it's hard to move in those things. <laughs> I'm sure that would make it far worse. Well, the thing about movies is, like, you can fake what you need to. So, like, if you want to have a shot where the Mm -hmm. cape closes all the way around him, you just use a different cape in that shot. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I guess that's fair. Yeah. So it's just the filmmaker Hmm. not not willing to do it. (laughs) So it went from not wanting to not willing. (laughs) I saw the, like, word choice change gear turn. There's like there's moments in Batman Begins where Christian Bale is trying to do it, but the cape isn't built in the way, mm-hmm. so there's like a gap at the top. Yeah, like won't it physically will not let him. Yeah. Um, because I noticed that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, is that like him doing that? Like, <laughs> it's him trying trying his best. That's sad. Um, well, I was uh, like, that's kind of most of my what I had from it. Yeah. I don't know if you had anything else. No, that's really pretty important much it. To I would encourage anybody if you have any. <laughs> interest based on what we've talked about to read this book because it's fucking great no it's it's i, I want to say it was like two dollars and 25 cents on comiXology it was worth every penny that's awesome um i'm trying to think if there's anything else good that i had um yeah at the beginning i thought the egg just made you dumb <laughs> um that was a note i had i was like does this thing just make you dumb via radiation or radiation ruling a nation i mean yeah but 
apparently not so much. <laughs> apparently it's its own thing. <laughs> it's its own thing. That bends space and time and all of, all of the in-between. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, that was not the um, ride I was expecting to go on this morning when I opened opened it. <laughs> opened the metaphorical book. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used my iPhone to read it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was not mad that that's where it went. I really appreciate this book. I was glad I gave myself an excuse to read it again. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Well, right on. Um, what's next week's thing? So next week, uh, we are wrapping it all up. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was next week or if there was something else planned. Uh, this is our last... Real episode? Like, yeah. <laughs> delve into the world of Batman. I hope anybody listening enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it. <laughs> Except all the times I paid you mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Um, if I had enough time in my life, I would go back and try to find all the moments where like, I very much obviously made you upset and just edit that together. <laughs> Anytime you're trying to convince me that Michael Keaton is blonde. Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, I think his hair's dyed. Oh my god. I don't think that's his natural hair. That is the pedestal I will die on. Uh-huh. I don't care. You're about to, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> like I said, if we're calling him, you know, whatever, it, it's... Mm. Brunette? Yeah, I, I just... Anyway, join us next week. I, just, I just don't think it's real. I don't think it's real. I we're, think it's died. We're wrapping up Batman. We'll mm-hmm. do some, like, rankings. We'll talk about some bullshit. And then we'll talk about what we're doing for season three. Yeah, which I don't think I've disclosed yet. Nope. No. Um, but yeah, on that note, this is Muriel. And goodbye. Bye.